just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. This is the ZABEcast. From the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, to the Harvard of the West, UC Santa Barbara. You got 30 minutes for some honest conversation about sports, life, and more? Well, good. Buckle up and let's go. Oh, oh, oh. Here we go. Coach, 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 coach. When the game was on the line, you made a decision that didn't pan out, obviously. Why didn't you decide to do the other thing that would have panned out 100%? I mean, that's what I would have done. The thing that would have worked. The thing that you didn't do. I'm sorry. Who are you? Obnoxious reporter, some East Coast paper. Look, I've been at this a long time. You can't always make the perfect decision. Sometimes you do things you regret. Like lose your temper at a press conference after a dumb question and have an outburst that gets played over and over again for years. At least Dan Campbell did not do that. Yes, he was gutted after the game on Sunday night, but he does not regret it. He explained it the way he always does. I just felt really good about us. But boy, there is going to be hell to pay for Dan Campbell for years to come. Wow. Wow. I'm glad I stayed up to record this for you guys after the end of these games because two of them that we're going to be chewing on for several days as we say hello and welcome and happy January 29th, 2024. Thank you for downloading. Got Andy Poland coming up on a variety of other topics that I think you'll find entertaining, but if you are hoping for a full 30 to 40 minutes on these two games tonight, you're not going to get it tonight. You'll get more of it tomorrow, but you're going to get my quick shot of it tonight. And let's start with that game that I just referenced there, 
San Fran 34, Detroit 31. Wow. Considering the stakes, considering the early lead, considering everyone kind of knew and feared, hey, is our wonderful, lovable meathead of a coach, Mr. Bite Your Kneecaps, is he going to do some crazy shit that costs us the game? Lions fans probably wondered in the deep, dark recesses of their minds and hearts. Is he going to do something dumb? To cost us a trip to the Super Bowl to get off the dreaded list of four. That's the four teams who have never been to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, not even once. That would be, of course, the Lions, the Browns, the Jaguars, and the Texans. An exclusive club, no doubt. One that you do not ever want to be on or in. And the answer is yes. He did one kind of dumb thing and one very dumb thing at least according to me. Let's walk through it. Fourth and two, up 24-10, third quarter, 6.58 to go. And it's not just fourth and two, it's a meaty two. I'm looking, staring at the screen grab right now on my paused YouTube TV. Another benefit, if you can cut the cord and get YouTube TV, It's really neat to be able to just go, oh, wait, hold on, rewind. I mean, you can do that kind of now with your DVR devices for DirecTV. But with YouTube, you're always able to really control. Go back, go back, hold on, pause. Okay, got it. Staring right at it. Fourth and two, and it's a meaty two. It's like two and a half. It's a chewy, gristly two. At the plus 28, you're up 14. Niners just kicked a field goal, 6.58 to go. The Niners have maybe, what, four possessions left total, given the time left in the game? A kick puts you up 17, three scores. 45 yards, dry field, warm, no wind. The the money badger, uh, Michael Badgley, is an 82% career guy. He came back after an injury all year, was four for four since coming back. He hit his one kick in the game. This is a 90% proposition. Somebody said, well, you may may not make the field goal. Right. 90% chance. Then Josh Reynolds drops it at the 20, which is another point. Oh, you know, if he had made the catch, you wouldn't be talking about this. Oh, really? Here's the way I look at it. Dan Campbell traded a three for a maybe seven several plays later. Or he traded a three for an easier three if the drive then stalls. And he improved his chances from the three they had to the three they would get from like 90% to 95%. At the risk of taking a zero and giving the Niners massive momentum. Hold that thought. Some people don't believe in it. Momentum. And at the 20, you've still got about, what, four to five more plays easy to get? Well, not easy. You might have four to five more plays to have to punch it into the end zone. You might have one, but... I don't know, on average, from the 20, how many plays does it take to score? How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? There's one that only the old fuds like me remember. And you, maybe. You don't know, but it's at least three or four plays, probably. So guess what? Those plays can also be negative plays. (laughs) Sacks, fumbles, INTs, penalties, who knows what. So it just didn't seem to me, I'd argue analytics... Would have argued for the field goal there anyway, with all things considered. Not even taking into account the human element. That's the thing. Analytics does not factor in the human element. It can't. There's no numerical value to plug in for it. Nerves, experience, confidence, emotion, adrenaline, etc. Some analytics try to factor in crowd noise and things like that and and referee bias for the home team. They try, but you really can't totally factor it in. But even not counting that, I think the analytics were strong to kick the field goal. Very strong. Instead, they went for it. So traded a three for a maybe seven or an easier three, which was statistically not significant at the risk of a zero or other negative plays that could have also led to a zero, turnover, fumble, Sack, INT, you name it. Okay, so that one washes down. 
then the unraveling, then the, I can't believe this is happening to us, but then again, we are the lions. This is what happens to us. Kindle Vildor, great name, by the way, right off his face mask. Now I know a PI flag would have likely saved the play. Although they did say there's no flag on the play, which interesting. I think they picked it up. I'm going to have to go check that. Did they pick that up? I think they said there is no flag on the play. It was a 50-50 call. But Brandon Ayuk made an unbelievable athletic play to keep his head in it, keep his body under control, and say, yoink, I'll take that. Thank you very much. They score a touchdown, and now you're like, oh, boy. Very next play from scrimmage for the Lions, Tayshawn Gibson strips Montgomery on the next play. Oh my fucking God. Niners go right back down, score again as 24-24. Okay, now we're in the dogfight. Now here comes the completely inexcusable decision. By the way, at this point, I don't care how tough Dan Campbell is. His asshole is so tight that if you jammed a toothpick up into it, it would have broken both his hip sockets. There was a bunch of drops. There was a bunch of Purdy scrambles. They couldn't contain him. Purdy put at least two balls, if not three, in the hands of Lions defenders. They didn't catch him. He's had like five would-be picks the last two weeks, and none of them were picks. But he scrambled his ass off. There's a video of him walking into the stadium, and it's the weirdest sort of pick-your-feet-up-one-at-a-time type of walk. And somebody tweeted, Hard to believe this man only rushed for three fewer yards than Lamar Jackson today. Great tweet. Bunch of drops, bunch of purdy scrambles. Next thing you know, Niners take a 27-24 lead on a field goal of their own. And the Lions get the ball back. And they go down the field, and they've got fourth and three at the 30. So we're talking a 47-yarder, which in terms of length is insignificant. All pro kickers pop it into the net at 47 yards. It's just a matter of accuracy. Again, dry field, no wind, it's warm. That's a 90% kick, again, to tie the game. And they go for it, and they fail. This time, it wasn't a drop by Jamison, or not Jamison Williams. It was uh, Reynolds who dropped it the first time. Um, But it was a play designed, according to Greg Olson, for... Man-to-man, a mesh play that turned into zone coverage. Next thing you know, he had nowhere to go, threw it into the dirt. Oh, this could have been Olsen's last game. We'll see. Olsen's really good. I did disagree. I disagree at times with a few things he says, but he's really good. And they're going to bring Brady in, which we'll talk about in a bit with Andy. Anyway, (laughs) you kick that field goal. (laughs) You kick it to tie the game. There's only 734 left because there's too little time left to benefit you. You're not going to win the game right then and there if you go for it. If you scored a touchdown on fourth and three, it doesn't win the game. So you kick the field goal, period. Like that is a no-brainer. The analytics would not support going for it, all all those things considered. I mean, there's a huge difference between playing up three versus being tied. And the Niners playing up three played with the confidence and tempo to go march down the field, jam it down the lion's throat, and that was that. Except for the fourth down. Covering touchdown. Thank you very much. 2-0 for yours truly this weekend. Boom. 2-0. I took both. Uh, I... Go rewind Friday's podcast. I think I called both games pretty well. I didn't think the Ravens would be held to as few points as they did. I didn't predict that the the Chiefs would not score a point in the second half and still win, punting five times. But I love the Chiefs on sale. I had my doubts about Jackson, more on him in a second. And I said, the Lions will probably lose in heartbreaking Lions fashion, but I like them to cover. Ring a ding fucking listen to me every now and then. Every now and then I'm right. And yes, I'm I'm tooting my own horn. You know why? Because nobody else will toot it for you when you're right. Oh, they'll kill you when you're wrong. When you're right, 
crickets. Got to toot it yourself. Uh, Chiefs for the legal limit, plus two and a half. Super Bowl 58 coming up. Again, nothing against the Niners. They're good. They got good players. I like the Purdy story. I mean, it's Purdy versus Mahomes. Come on. Anyway, so it's going to be an all-timer. The first one was a very, it was a reach of a decision which is going to be debated because of the fact that Reynolds dropped what should have been an easy pitch and catch. But again, that catch just puts him with a new set of downs at the 20. It's not like it was fourth and goal at the one or the two and converting is a touchdown. But opinions may vary, and that's the beauty of the NFL. For the record, I think Dan Campbell's amazing. I think what he's done with the team is awesome. I think they're going to lose Ben Johnson probably to the commanders. Um, their GM has been doing a hell of a job getting the right people. I didn't understand it when they swapped out both running backs this winter. When they let they traded Swift to Detroit, and they picked up Montgomery from the Bears. They drafted uh, Jameer Gibbs and never used him for the well, not never, but they <laughs> kept him in bubble wrap most of the first what five, six, seven games. Fantasy players are like what the fuck, man. But I get it now. That's a great running back combo, and it's too bad that Montgomery fumbled because. He's a stud like Gibbs is a stud as well. Uh, the future is bright for the Lions, as the saying goes, just like Packer fans consoled themselves with, the future is bright. But then again, as George Allen once famously said with the Redskins, the future is now. The future might have just whizzed past you, and it won't be back around for another 20 years. That is the cruelest thing about the NFL. Unlike sports, say, like the NBA or baseball, like in the NBA, the good tend to stay good. You cut, they're like, oh, well, they're, they're pretty much right where we left them as a team once you get a handful of superstars. And you always have best of sevens to help you out with, all right, we fucked up, we lost a game or two, let's rally, win this series, and move on to the next. The NFL is the highest wire act there is. And you, you don't know how long any window is going to be open. Sucks. I feel for Lions fans. I really do. But I am Dan Campbell positive. He just needed to stay with that instinct that at the end of the first half said, you know what? I don't need to show how big my balls are here. Take the points. It was fourth and goal. for. I mean, hell, the end of the first half one might have been the most defensible of the analytics go for it because if you convert it, it's a touchdown. It's a guaranteed seven. And there's the most amount of game left. There's a most the most amount of runway left. As the runway started getting shorter, that's when you and and when you had two fourth downs that would not result in touchdowns. Those are the ones you should probably take the points. We'll be talking about it for some time. Now to the early game: Chiefs seventeen, Ravens ten. I tweeted in the morning. I don't know what compelled me to think of this, but it just came into my head. I went to the Bart Simpson chalkboard meme generator. Uh, the Simpsons would always open with a shot of Bart Simpson writing a punishment phrase for something he had done wrong on the chalkboard at school. I will not throw spitballs in class. I will not throw spitballs in class. That used to be a real punishment in schools. Back when schools were not lawless, babysitting stalags. For underpaid teachers, you could actually, you know, teach kids stuff and hold them to account. I don't, I don't think that pun. Does anyone know if, have you ever heard of any kid, contemporary kid in the last 20 years who has been made to stay after school and write on the chalkboard a phrase, pretty much apologizing for admitting their wrongdoing over and over and over again? Very effective punishment, by the way, because it's so boring. So stupid. <laughs> I will not do this again. I went to the uh, Bart Simpson chalkboard meme generator and I said, I promise not to promote narratives today if Lamar loses. I got to admit, it's going to be tough. He's good. He's still not good enough. He's still not a pure passer and he is still not or they didn't have enough of 
a let's cut them loose and let them run wild game plan. He did run for eight times for 60 some odd yards, I want to say, 58, something like that. But it wasn't the zone read show where it's like, well, we're just going to run, 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 all kinds of stuffs. Lamar here, jet sweep there, run our running backs. I mean, hell, they had six running back carries for 23 yards total, the Ravens did, aside from what Lamar did. And this is a close game. It's a 10-point, 7-point game much of the afternoon. How, how do you defend that, given the fact that the Chiefs' run defense was ranked in the mid-20s, I believe, and their pass defense was, I think, like one or two? It just makes no sense. But there it was. Gus Edwards had three for 20. Um, Hill had three for 20, or three for three, I believe. Justice Hill, three, three carries, three yards. Gus Edwards, three for 20. That's it on the ground. They threw to those guys, which are sort of like running plays, but not, not really. But the thing about Lamar is that he's still not a passer. He may never be a great passer. It doesn't mean you can't get to the Super Bowl with him. They were right there. They just didn't have the game plan to do it, or maybe he wasn't willing to do it too many times. And you could see how the Chiefs were playing him. Very smart. They kept edge discipline. You'd have guys, sometimes Chris Jones would be locked up on two guys, and he would almost not even be fighting to get through them because he just knew, I got to keep my landmark. Got to keep my landmark. Keep him in the pocket. And there were several plays where Lamar has six, seven, eight seconds, an eternity, and either can't find anybody or doesn't feel confident enough in his accuracy to throw somebody open. And that was essentially the game. It didn't help the Zay Flowers stuff either. (laughs) Zay Flowers, who's a sweet wide receiver, five for 115 and a touchdown, but a personal foul that turned a first and goal at the nine into a first and 10 at the 25. They still recover. And he gets a pass and goes toward the end zone and fumbles at the one for a turnover. He didn't really reach recklessly. He just didn't secure the ball. He dove for the goal line. It was just a really well-played defensive effort by Willie Sneed to punch it out of there. And that was pretty much it. Then he, of course, hurts his hand, punching the bench. Stupid. The Jackson backbreaker was the INT into triple coverage with 6.54 left. No way on earth he should have thrown that ball. He got fooled because Isaiah Likely, like all receivers or tight ends, they get a step on a guy. One step on one guy, they throw their their mailbox flag up like, I'm open! (laughs) Whether they're going to be open or not. And he fired it right into triple coverage. Was there contact down to the end zone? Yes. But the interception came at least three yards in front of all the contact. And I had always, I don't know what the rule book says, I had always seen that play as called, which if the ball never even makes it through to the receiver in question, he could be getting knifed in the neck and they're not going to call P.I. There was another possible P.I. or holding call that would have given the Ravens the first down late, unlikely, in the slot, but I'm telling you, that play, the ball was sailing out of bounds as Lamar couldn't find anybody towards the kicking net halfway there by the time that contact occurred. You're not going to get that call, and they didn't get that call. So the narratives will be strong and will be flowing today on a Monday. I'm not going to partake in pushing too many of them. I'll just say Lamar's really, really good. If the MVP is a regular season award, he definitely deserves it. He's not good enough. And he's not good enough against Mahomes. That's another thing right there. But shit, his his defense held Mahomes and the Chiefs to zero in the second half. And they just committed too many damn mistakes. So there you go. The Chiefs are through again. Fourth appearance in the big game in five years. The so-called logo color conspiracy theory has been busted because there is no purple with the Niners and the Chiefs. It's all red, gold, and white. Two different shades of red to boot. Although some are making memes about, hey, look, here's Taylor Swift in a dress that's purple. Huh? Huh? Oh, yeah, Taylor Swift. Did you know she's a 
dating one of the players in the Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, like full-on dating. They're, they seem like they're in love. Yeah. I'll give Taylor Swift credit for this. She showed up to this game in full-on this-ain't-about-me mode. Did you notice that? Not even one of those extravagant coats that uh, check's wife is making. Nothing that was super like, wow, look at me. Hair done in a very conservative kind of wavy fashion. And after the game, well, first of all, I was like watching intently to see game's over. The Chiefs are going. Are they going to show her up in the suite? Now, they didn't, partly because she might have already been making her way down to the field level for the presentation of the trophy. But it seemed like after they caught her on camera with the lip sync or the, the lip reading of just go away already or something like that when they showed her on the screen for promoting the Grammys, which she'll be on, that's when maybe some network execs said, okay, okay, okay. All right, don't piss her off. Don't piss her off. She'll be at the Super Bowl. Yes, her concert is in Japan. But it's on Saturday night, and the international date line she'll cross, so she'll be able to get home, or get home, she'll be able to get to Vegas probably by Saturday night because I believe the concert will finish at 1 a.m. in Japan on Saturday, and even with a 14-hour flight going that direction, she could be in the uh, in the suite wherever she's staying on Saturday night before the big game, which is not until Sunday, of course, at 6.30 Eastern time, give or take. All right. I mean, look, it's not what I wanted, but I'll take it. Last game of the year. Real football's over, people. Please exit safely to your left. The real football with the outdoors and the elements and the home fans and everything else, that's over. Got one more game. It's the chips and dip game with your neighbors who only loosely follow football at that if you hold a party or go to a party. So (laughs) just try to keep a stiff upper lip. Try to take it all in and deal with it. Super Bowl 58 in two weeks. Chiefs, plus two and a half, legal limit. Quick break. When we come back, Andy Poland, you're listening to the Zabecast. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. I caught Andy before the games because, granted, on a random Monday or Thursday night regular season, I can drag Andy away from the telly for a quick interview. It's not a big deal. But Andy, this is the final two real NFL games. And I would never in a million years drag you away from those. So there's really no time to do it. So we record before the games are played. How about them games, though, huh? Wow, they were sure something, weren't they? I mean, we, we probably would have to start tenish, maybe ten thirty, and uh, ain't nobody uh, got time for that. I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, I just completed for those that listen to the podcast. I just completed a quick wrap, a ten minute wrap of the two games because I felt I owed it to my listeners, Andy, to give them that at four a.m. on Monday morning. But a fuller yeah. recount. It always takes all of Monday, doesn't it, for all the stuff to shake free, the audio, the explanations of this, that, the other. You know, it it, it comes out twenty four hours later. Yeah, and and all the kvetching about what calls you know should have right. been made and, and whether they should have gone on fourth and two and you know yeah <laughs> right. And, and now that these teams are out, which coordinators are getting jobs? Yeah, all those things. Yeah, and that's what makes the NFL the multi-billion dollar juggernaut that it is. It's the ultimate game. It's the ultimate sport for being able to easily second guess, even if you're somebody who only casually watches football. You should have done this instead of that. I wouldn't have done that. I would have done this instead, right? Yeah, I mean, I I was flipping around yesterday. I did watch the Maryland-Wisconsin game, surprising blowout for the Terps on Saturday. And then I, I flipped over to see the Wizards in a noon tip at Detroit. Oh and I'm thinking, my yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking this is the absolute dregs of the NBA. But if you took like the absolute dregs of the NFL, you'd watch it, right? If you took the two worst teams yes. and put them on the field and put it on a Thursday night game <laughs> or, uh, you know, even a Monday night game, People would watch it. It's it's amazing. And why do you think that is? I think there's two reasons. One is gambling. Let's not kid mm-hmm. ourselves. Number two is that it's a scarcity. It's a Jacksonville versus Atlanta game. But mm-hmm. guess what? We know there's so few games compared to every other league that it has importance. So we'll watch it. Yeah, but also it's the perfect television sport. It just works so yes. well on right. television. Right. It, it just, it, you know, and I don't think they had any idea when the game was was invented. Obviously, there was no television no. then, 
but but even you know and you think of of like these championship games uh as recently as maybe 15 years ago the first one would start at 12 30 the second one would start at four o'clock and seven o'clock you're done on to 60 minutes you know? yeah yeah uh, by the way you listened to my colleague brian butch call that game on big 10 network Maryland versus uh, Nebraska. You said he did not stand out to you one way or the other, which I guess is a good thing because if you hated well, him, you'd be like, right. oh, yeah, him, he sucked. Right. I mean, he, he he didn't get in the way of the game. It wasn't much of a game, and it was a surprise. <laughs> I know. Because, because Maryland, Maryland shooting, they don't just miss threes. They clank threes. Right. And and they, they played really, really well. And Nebraska got off to a quick lead. It was like, you know, 10-2, something like that. I go, here they go again. But yeah. uh, that, that was it, and Maryland won that game by like twenty points. Yeah, we had Naki on Friday on mm-hmm. on the Zabe Cast because Scott couldn't make it Friday. He had other commitments, and so uh, he says hello to you. And uh, I miss our days, you and me and him, in that three hour three man cage match known as <laughs> the Sports Reporters. Those were always the most electric shows, weren't they? Yeah, I think I think he probably did more than any of them. Uh, and sure, he was, he was he was great, and he one thing he knew how to do he knew how to push your buttons. Oh, he was he, yes. he, he was the best. And he was like Rod, he was like Rodman, knowing how to yeah. get under my skin, and boy, was he good at it. Right, and, and and it started early, like in our first year. You know, people don't know each other that well, and they're sort of being polite. And you uncork four point shot, and he went, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> well, hey, imagine guys like Luka Doncic with a four point line out there. He'd be averaging seventy three a night, which is something we're gonna get to in just a second. So let's get cracking here. I got ten topics. Topic number one: No country for old men. It wasn't just a movie. It's now where both Bill Belichick, 71, and Pete Carroll, 72, find themselves. Both want to coach, both are engaged and ready to coach, but it's likely that neither will find a job this year or maybe ever again. Andy, what is going on? Well, I think that uh, there was interest in Belichick, uh, you know, after he parted ways with New England. And I think Arthur Blank, who's even older, 81, wanted to hire him. But then the discussions began and it was like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to have that. No, this is what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, you want to hire a general manager? No, sorry, that's not the way it's going to work. And I think he thought, Belichick thought when he left New England, you know, I'll just take this show, you know, that I've been doing here for 20 years someplace else. And I think he's found out that, People don't want to do it that way. So, uh, you know, somebody may get desperate enough to hire him. You know, I was thinking about uh, if Dan Snyder were still in the league, Dan would definitely have gone after him. And he would have promised him whatever he wanted. He would have said, oh, yeah, you've been in charge of everything. And then he would have started being Danny. And (laughs) how would Belichick have reacted when that started to happen? Yeah, that would have been fascinating. I heard on NBC Sports Radio – Florio and your boy P. King Duck talking about how Rich McKay Mm -hmm. is like the director of football ops down there in Atlanta, and he's above the general manager, and so therefore when the coach gets blown out or even the GM gets blown out, somehow Rich McKay gets to stick around, and he's got this little untouchable perch in the org, and apparently Belichick had a history of going back and forth with McKay at league owner meetings and rules committee meetings, and that was going to be a problem. Mm. And that was what made Arthur Blank go, all right, fuck, well, I can't fire McKay because for whatever reasons he keeps him around, and Belichick is not going to play nicely with him. Yeah, yeah. It's a surprise, but on the other hand, I do credit Belichick for not saying, okay, I'll, I'll handle it, and then just going off to do his own thing. So It's you know. just... It strikes me as sad that Belichick took two interviews with the Falcons, not even the best job of the cycle, probably the fourth or fifth best job, and they said, yeah, nah. And they recycle Radio, Radio Raheem. Old Raheem Morris gets another shot. Well, wait a minute. He, he, he's been highly regarded, and he was there before. They know him. He, he did serve as an interim in the past there. Andy, so. you don't need to cape up for him just because he's black. Okay, I, I'm not. He's doing the that, Black no. Norv. 
Okay, he's been tried. How many, how many head coaching jobs? Has he he was the head place? coach, and then he he was a head coach in Tampa, failed, interim coach briefly, right, and now he's going to get another shot. North got three shots. Well, all right, he's he's two more away from being the Black North. Okay, nice well, guy, that's, good that's court. Two more he shots. Lo- look, he looks like he's a great court. We'll see if he does a good job as a head coach. They need a quarterback. Yeah. Nobody, Belichick, uh, Morris. You know, the ghost of Lombardi will be successful in today's NFL without a competent, capable QB. Of course, of yeah. course. But right. but but look look at what happened in Houston, where you, you you took a defensive guy who learned how to do it with the 49ers, and right. so far so good. So now you've got a defensive guy who's worked under Sean McVay, coming off the same tree. And you know, maybe he'll be able to uh yeah. you know, handle things well. We'll yeah. see. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Who knows? All right, topic number two. How you doing? Charge brought this up to me last week. He said he hates it when callers on sports radio start with the question to the host, how are you doing? Or vice versa, host to caller. And I said, you know, I seem to recall Andy being on the same square and ESPN radio programming people saying, don't ever ask that. Is that true? of a guest when when a caller calls up oh, a caller. let's well, go to bill and manassas hi right. bill how you doing oh no I, I never do that but also when when tony do you hate do you hate that well when tony kornheiser started doing his show over 30 years ago and was taking calls he doesn't anymore he just does a podcast so he can't take calls but when he was taking them if somebody said how are you doing he would blow them up <laughs> like yeah yeah, they say they say I'm doing fine. Let's go. And and generally, and, and generally, when I have a guest, um, unless it's you know like an old friend and I haven't talked to him in a while or something, and you know we just arrange by text. But generally, I start right in with the first question because who cares? That's, no, no, that's yes, know. that's what you used to do. I disagree with that stylistically. Because mm-hmm. what I like to do with guests, even those who are well-known or even I know, I like to check them into the game, sort of like a basketball game with a horn. We got a substitution. I want to get their voice stamped on the show first with a simple interaction of, joining us now, former Redskins quarterback Joe Theismann. Joe, how are you? And then he says something. You've time-stamped him. You've voice-stamped him. Now you get on with the interview. You would just dive right in. Be like, yeah, let's, here's the first question. What's he going to say? Uh, well, you know, my back this morning, I woke up. I wasn't really I know. a little bit constipated. You know, I, I don't know. So who cares? Okay. So get to the question. All right. Do you want, say, doctors to do this when you go see an, an appointment with a doctor you've never seen before? Do you want him to not ask how I'm doing? Yeah. Well, I'm there because I want to make sure that I'm doing okay or I have an issue that he needs to address. Well, a lot of times, right, a lot of times when I go to appointments, I am thoroughly annoyed that a doctor I've never seen before does not introduce themselves. Oh. Hi, I'm Dr. Vinny Boombots. So I I understand you're here with a back problem. I, I have had doctors walk in, stone silence, looking at my chart, sit down, put on a stethoscope, and start checking shit. Not a word out of their mouth. I'm like, okay. Okay, are we at least gonna exchange some pleasantry? I guess not. I don't know. I, I've got I, my doctor Ira Berger, which I, I see once a year for my physical. Yeah, uh, his Russian nurse takes me in and she hooks oh, me up to Svetlana. <laughs> well, she would be Svetlana's mother. I think that I think Russian <laughs> nurse is a whole category on xnxx.com. <laughs> Yes, but 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 this would be um, a Russian nurse who can uh, who can probably remember the fifties. Um, so okay, uh, uh, yeah. So, but but she's she's fast, man. It's great. I mean, she she does all the stuff, the weight, the height, the whole thing, and, and EKG rips the things off. Boom, boom, into Doctor Berger's office. He's already got my numbers because you take the blood test the week right. before. He goes through this, that, and the other. Okay, you're good there there okay let me let me check this and puts on the glove and boom and then i'm out the door in 20 minutes love it yeah uh boys and girls this is the benefit of living a clean simple routine (laughs) lifestyle like andy poland he sees one doctor right (laughs) just one (laughs) that's not the case with a lot of us 
No, I, I have, I have, I have uh, prostate issues, so I have a okay. doctor that I see once a year for that. Okay. Uh, so you do I have other doctors. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. The dentist, though, is a specialist. All right. Uh, topic number three. There's somebody even more annoying than RG3 on Twitter at ESPN. Who? Can you guess who that is? I don't. I cannot. He's the most annoying by far. Well, I would submit Ryan Clark as a close second, or if not, even more so on Twitter. Not saying on air, on Twitter. Here's what he tweeted on Friday night. Quote, Welp, here we are again. At American Air, ding. I'm on flight 1927, which is late to Charlotte. I'm scheduled to land at 1022 and have a connection to New Orleans on flight 608 at 1047. I'm going to get on my horse when I land. I have on at Jumpman23s and at Aloe Yoga. I'm prepared to move quickly. Now, Spot all the douchebaggy things he did in that one tweet. Well, he's telling you that he's he's flying and and that he's got a small time between connections and what he's wearing. Does he get endorsement money for tweeting out what he's wearing? Well, first and foremost, he made sure to at the brands. So yeah. this might have been a, almost a brand placement ad with a wraparound of poor me. I was mildly inconvenienced traveling commercial like this shit happens all the time (laughs) there's things called weather and planes break as we've learned doors fly off wheels fly off of planes okay like this was the douchiest thing ever i i know a friend who hates american airlines for being legendarily assholes about a lot of things and i said to him i go oh ryan clark can and will get fucked way harder by american than this (laughs) Poor baby, you you have a tight connection. But don't worry, you got your jump mans on and your aloe yoga pants. Fuck well, out of here. If he gets big enough, he'll fly on a private flight. That's uh, right. That's another. That's another thing that confirms you're really not that big. Uh, yeah, topic, Al Michaels has that. You yeah. should have that too. Yeah. Topic number four: horns down, sensitivity up. When did horns down become akin to blaspheming a religion? Or the most incredible insult in the world. You saw where BYU, Andy, and some students got in trouble for this. Here was the head coach of BYU after the game. Take a listen. Thanks, guys. Hey, uh, if I can, Ty's going to be mad. Oh, of course it has to glitch on me. Uh, I don't know. You guys report on this horns down t-shirt. Are you guys hearing this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And just know from our student, from our, uh, you know, they were taken off before the game started, right? And and from our from the rock and from our players and from our student body, uh, that's just not us. It's, that's not how we roll. And it was just a, a miscalculation on, on just a couple eager kids, uh, which we love the eagerness of these fans. But it's just not it's not what we do here. So uh, we love every, all eighteen thousand people in, in this gym. They were incredible tonight. And just that, just so you know, that's not a, okay. That's not all right, fine. Okay. What, 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 what happens if when you play at Texas, if they have a sign besmirching the Osmonds? Are you upset about that? <laughs> I know. It, like this started with who was it? UCF last week complaining. Yeah, yeah. It was just the players. Or no, in no, the no, line that, yeah, that did it right. Right. It was actually it was it was uh, Texas's coach who was complaining. Yeah, he got mad about that. Yeah. yeah he, because the players on UCF were, were doing horns down. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe retire the horns up thing. You've got a thing, a hand signal, horns up, hook them horns. Your opponents are going to go horns down on you when they beat you. From now until time immemorial, as Tony Soprano would say. What a yeah. what a completely wuss show that is. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's not who we are. Just shut up already. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. Topic number five, return of the goat. Tom Brady retired for good in that short beach message less than a year ago. It seems like a lot longer. Feb 1, 2023. Since then, he's kind of taken a one-year gap year in life, which I guess when you have unlimited money, you can. But now reports are he's been in L.A. at Fox working with producers and program guys there doing mock-ups, asking some of the broadcasters for help. He's going to apparently take that Cush broadcast job after all, and Greg Olson's going to be, poop kicked to the curb. 
Well, the, 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 there's rumors now that they like Olsen so much that they're going to find a way to get Tony Romo out of the booth and put Olsen in with Nance. That's one of the Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Find a way I'm, to get him out. <laughs> yeah, and, there's a way. Then, Pay him all then, the money. <laughs> and, and then there's also that Fox likes Olsen so much that they're going to put Brady in the booth with Olsen oh. and have a three-man booth. Oh, I don't think that's, that's a good idea. And, and I, I, let me tell you this. I don't think Brady's going to do this. I don't. I still don't think he's going to do it. Why? It just, because it's 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 a lot more schlepping, and and when you're when you're that famous, it's a lot different than what it would be for the average color guy. Let's put it that way. I, I just don't see him doing it. It's, Interesting. You're gonna see him. You're gonna see him standing in the hot dog line at halftime <laughs> in the press box. No, <laughs> but he wouldn't have to. He would be a big enough star they would cater to him. He's also now scooping up that easy gambling money, Andy, with an ad for BetMGM. Here it is with Vince Vaughn. BetMGM is for everyone that loves sports betting. Everyone but Tom Brady. Wait, what did I do? The truth is you've won too much, Tommy. Let others have their turn. What if I bet in-game parlays and I'm not Tom Brady? You're it. Now dog me. Now, this kind of cringy commercial goes on for another 45 seconds, but I love when they say, what did I do, Tom? Oh, well, you promoted FTX, which was one of the biggest financial scams in history. So, yeah, that's one thing. God, Brady loves money, doesn't he? He does, and he didn't even lose anything on that because what he, <laughs> he was got paid up get, front. <laughs> yeah, it was compensation for advertising on the thing. Look, if I'm, if I'm Peyton Manning, I call him and I go, Tom, what are you doing? I'm working from my couch 10 nights a year with my brother. I'm making, he's, he's got his own production company. I bet he makes more than what Brady is supposed to get from Fox. Really? I bet he, yeah, I bet he does. I don't know if he, I don't know if he does or not, but I think he likes it a lot more. I think Peyton Manning realized I want to be fully in control. So I'm going to do my own thing. And so's Brady. Brady's Brady's going to do this for a year. He's going to have producers in his ear. He's going to have production meetings that he's supposed to go to. You know, I, the the word was that he was taking this job and was going to start showing up on Sundays. That, that's <laughs> that, that's what they're talking about. You know, that he's got special special treatment that he doesn't have to go to the practices and doesn't have to sit and talk to the kicker in the meetings and stuff like that. All right, let's get on record right now. We'll plant a flag on this. If he does go ahead and take the job. Will he be great, meh, or suck? Great, I think, meh, or suck? I think he'll be meh for a while. I don't think it's going to be like Romo. I don't okay. think he's, he's going to burst on the scene and go, wow, he knew every play that was coming. Right. Uh, but I think if he wants to do it, he'll be great at it. But I think he's going to do it for a while and go, no, this this doesn't give me the same rush as playing. Yeah. And I got a schlep from place to place. And <laughs> schlep, yeah. private jets yeah. are a schlep. He well, lives on private jets. Uh, understood, but but yeah. he, he right now he's had a year of he doesn't have to be in any particular place on any particular day. Once you get into the weekday week, weekly grind of of Thursday to Sunday, eh, I don't know if he's going to like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think he's going to be great. Unfortunately, because he's kind of great at everything. But we'll see about he is. that. Yes. Topic number six. I don't get it, Andy. It's a mug. Are you aware of the Stanley Cup yes, craze? Yes, 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 I am. SNL had a great bit last night mocking it. Here's a sample. If your car explodes, you won't survive, but your big dumb cup will. <laughs> and it doesn't leak at all. See? <laughs> and it holds almost an entire bottle of Josh. Get in there, Josh. <laughs> I mean, this is one of the craziest crazes out there. And apparently the Stanley Corporation has been making these items for years and years and years and years. They're not new. They just started a new marketing strategy where they would issue limited edition colors. And now housewives have made them the most coveted thing ever. Right. And and they've done these studies. Now, years ago, they used to say, well, if you want to keep your weight Right. Drink eight cups of water a oh, day. God, yeah. And then doctor said, no, drink water when you're thirsty. <laughs> so I, I, that's why I'm surprised that, that this, you know, this need to constantly have water with you. But apparently it's become like a status symbol for, right. you know, 
upwardly mobile uh, suburban women, I guess. That's crazy. Uh, Topic number seven, does the NBA have a scoring addiction or a chronic lack of defense-itis? Doncic and Booker had 73 and 62 against each other. We got five games this year that are 60 burgers or better, and I'm wondering if Kobe's 81 is now in jeopardy. Your thoughts? Yes, it absolutely is. Which one is it? Is it just cheap addiction to crack cocaine of scoring, or is it a lack of defense or both? It is the commissioner who I initially liked when he first came I on the job. And, did and he kicked, too. And he kicked Donald Sterling out the door and he handled it in the proper way. Since then, he has totally given the league to the players. <laughs> Pick the teams you want. Uh, the, the, play when quietly, you want to play. Don't yeah, play uh, when you don't. Right. And they quietly found out, uh, released last week or two weeks ago, that the study on load management said that it didn't prevent injuries. That injury rates were not down because <laughs> right. and, and now doesn't matter. So, they just don't want to work. Yeah. So so defense is totally an option now. And you watch some of the highlights of those games. I mean, Luka Doncic is going to the basket for layups unabated. It it it's it's a it's a league where you just kind of do what you want, and and the only thing that's celebrated is scoring. Look, in an, in a week. We had two guys score 70 or more and two guys score 62. The two guys that scored 62, their team's lost. Yeah. What are we doing here? I, this is basketball. No, I, I think that they when they put in the rule, you got to be 65 games or better to get a postseason award, which a guy like Embiid is in trouble. By the way, Embiid also begged out of a game that was supposedly part of this big Saturday night triple header on NBC, yeah. on, on the NBA, on ABC, I guess. Because he doesn't play in Denver against against Jokic, the MVP showdown of the right. two guys. And they're like, ah, something hurts. And you know he's going to play the next week. It's unbelievable. Right. So they're they load managing. Yeah, they're right. load managing as a team where they will all play for a couple minutes, then get pulled. And then that team gets blown out. The Celtics did that earlier this year against the Bucks, Or they're just load managing by not playing defense. There is no defense. There, there is zero defense. It's a Which little bit. Play, who, who plays defense? Well, just at certain times there is. Yeah, yeah, certain times. But, but Fourth the, quarter, the, I would say. Okay, if there was a coach that came into the – the rules are different now too. But if there was a coach that came into the NBA like Pat Riley going to the Knicks in the 90s and said, we're going to play that style, we're going to win, do you think that would work? No. 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 no? It's uh, – and I don't know what to say. The, the the games now in the regular season look like open run on a Saturday. Yeah, at a exactly. Game. Exactly. It's it's all about the playoffs. The, the regular season is meaningless. And they know which teams are going to be in the playoffs at the start of the year. Right. Right? There's only four or five teams in each conference that have any shot of, of making a run for the finals. Yeah. So the rest of them are in just for, just for you know, like like the Wizards, the the Pistons, uh, even the Spurs with Wembenyama, because it looks like they want to do what they did with the with uh, Robinson and uh, and Duncan. Right, is stink again. Up. Get, yeah, get another big guy next year, and then you get your 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 long run. It's 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 awful. I mean, I, I again, I watched both college and pro basketball on Saturday, and granted, I watched the Wizards, but Man, you you punished you punished yourself. I didn't watch the whole game, but the point is, it's 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 it, regular season NBA is it's atrocious. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, topic number eight: Jim Harbaugh is a certified psycho, but a damn good coach. Stuff is coming out now about okay. Now that he's done at Michigan, give us your all-time weird Jim Harbaugh moments, and some of the cutups are amazing. Here's one that floored me, and I'm going to see if you can tell the botch that's in this quote from Harbaugh. Take a listen. Not into the if this, if that, you know, type of type of scenarios. Uh, if worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. You know, <laughs> if, if worms had machine guns, he botched the payoff. Though, if right. worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. What he meant to say was birds would be scared of them. Right. He's so weird. Even he doesn't deliver some of his lines correctly. What do you? What do you? Yeah. 
but he has yet to fail in a place. Now, he got off to a slower start at Michigan. He lost too many games to Ohio State early, and they wanted to push him out the door. But he left a winner. Uh, he goes to Stanford. They hadn't won before. That is they true. Won. He goes to the 49ers. They had been terrible. They were in the NFC Championship game the first year in the Super Bowl the next. The guy wins. He may be Michigan, but he wins. Right. Uh, there's a whiteboard that they keep on in the Michigan locker room of all-time Coach Harbaugh-isms. Mm -hmm. And some of them are pretty funny. I'm looking at it. Such as, ain't hard being a football player if you are a, quote, Football player, unquote. Another one was, I told you that I would tell you the truth. I didn't say you would like it. <laughs> yeah, I like him. I, I, I'd like to have him as a coach. I'd take him. Yeah, here's one from Joe Lewis that he quoted. If you have to say who you are, you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, his father's like that too. His father has had this Ali story that he would tell all the time. What's my name? What's my name? You know, the Ernie Terrell story. So all yeah, right. he's like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you are bored, you are boring is another mm -hmm. one. Lead like Truman. Don't tap dance like Fred Astaire. And fat is the enemy of speed. <laughs> <laughs> he's right about that. <laughs> Topic number nine, your stat of the day. David Tepper has hired his new head coach, Dave Canales, who, ladies, if you're a casual NFL fan and you've been looking at guys like Sean McVay and Matt LaFleur as dreamy Mick coach, step aside. This guy, Canales, is the dreamiest. Like this guy, he looks like a Latin model, this guy. Hold my beer. Yep. Can, can he coach? We don't know. But your stat of the day is all three of David Tepper's coaches that he hired not inherited all three are under contract not just this year overlapping but for the next three years wow behold your stat of the day that's incredible isn't it three coaches on the payroll at one time for the next three years i would dare say this has never in sport happened before that's that's possible. I mean, there's there's NBA coaches that come and go, and maybe two or three are under contract at one time. Three for the next three years, and there's no guarantee there won't be a fourth. Yeah. Oh well. Look, and <laughs> and it's also a mulligan job. It's a job that you take. If it doesn't work out, nobody counting is going to hold it against you. It's you know working for Tepper. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's something else right there. Aren't you glad now you're under better management? Can I get a quick thought as to, it looks like Ben Johnson's going to be interviewed and get the commander's job, but what if, God forbid, he pulls a Steve Spagnuolo, who was similarly waited for by Danny and company, only to say no in about 20 minutes on a phone call? No, I, I think the word is out that he's gone to the commanders. Otherwise, you would have seen other teams wait because coming out of the gate, he was the number one candidate. And I think he's let it known, be known through his people that he's taking that job. So, okay. well, yeah, yeah I, I, I would be shocked if he doesn't wind up. And if he doesn't, it's OK, too. There's some pretty good other guys out there, too. Sloic is a guy. It's a possibility. I think they'll be fine. I like okay. the GM. All right. And then finally, topic number 10, celebrities, read the room. Alyssa Milano put up a GoFundMe page so yeah. her son and her baseball team could travel to Cooperstown. She was looking for ten grand. Nice. I'm sorry, honey, you got ten grand in lamps and window treatments. The fuck are you doing, Alyssa Milano? Unless she thought. Well, I'm just going to be just like a regular little league mom here, you know. Where <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. She wanted to LARP like any other house mom. Yeah, she's thinking, you know, he used to hold bake sales and you know <laughs> things like that. So I'm, I'm going to have a, I'm going to go fund me, and I'll be just like everybody else. Yeah, I'm sure she can stroke a check for ten grand easily. Is yes. that is that embarrassing to you as you look at it? Like, oh my god, come on now. Well, I'm not embarrassed by it. I, I just, you know, I, I would like you be if you were her? Oh uh, yeah, I think yeah. That's another thing. I think I think that sometimes you live in a world that you don't even realize how stupid that looks. And yeah. then when people point it out to you, what? What? I was just you know doing what what moms do, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, those were great football games, Andy. I'm glad we talked about them today. Not, but we got one more to go, and I would uh, be remiss if I didn't ask, you hosting a Super Bowl party, buddy? No, I'm doing a, a remote at the Crystal City Sports Pub, and then I'll be home by kickoff. boy. All right, pal, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. All right, Zabe, take See care. You. All right. All right, thanks for listening. Have a great Monday. We're down to one more game. Super Bowl 57 from Vegas. We'll see you tomorrow on the Zabecast. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.